of Spiritually Free. Thank you so much for joining me, friend. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm your host, Kaylee Knapp. Today, we have guest Leah Pardee. She is a breathwork expert, among other things, which I'll get into later. And lucky for us, she has a very calming voice and is so relaxing to listen to. You're really going to like that part. Before we get started, if you enjoy this podcast, please share it on your social media and give it a five-star review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. That is extremely helpful to me, and I'm so grateful to you for doing that. Without further ado, let's go. All right, I am here with Leah Pardee. She is the host of the Bare Naked Soul podcast. She's a mindfulness, manifestation, and breathwork expert. You can find her on Instagram at It's Leah Pardee. I'll put that in the show notes. Leah, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Super excited. You're welcome. I also wanted to add for our listeners, Leah said there's a thunderstorm where she is. So if you hear any like background rumbling, I just just be okay with it <laughs> we can't we can't turn off the thunderstorm I also think sometimes it's kind of nice so hopefully it'll add like I don't know kind of a mood to the podcast a little bit yeah, um, totally but... good. Totally good. <laughs> so Leah I was hoping we could get started with you sharing about your breathwork journey what got you into breathwork and just how you became involved in that yeah, absolutely. So I, about about three years ago or so, I began my journey with spirituality, um, began diving in. I actually stumbled upon the book, The Secret. So I know that's like so many people's like introduction to it. And I was like, wow, my mind was blown. And then I started like listening to all the podcasts, um, reading all the books, just really diving in. And one of the first things that I did to have a spiritual practice of my own and a mindset practice was starting to meditate. So I would say two and a half years ago, I committed to meditation. I think I told myself I was going to do like 30 days of meditation for like five minutes a day, right? Just something small, um, which I definitely still recommend like starting with just a few minutes at a time. But yeah, I think I've ever since then, I've been doing it almost every day, most days, multiple times. It's become a huge, huge part of my life. Um, it's a huge source of my happiness. It's a huge, it's how I've, a large part of how I've gotten rid of anxiety and things like that. So that's kind of where I started was with meditation. And I did learn about breath work around the same time. It's been a couple of years now that I've learned about breath work and that I had did breath works classes, you know, with through other instructors over that time. Um, but I always kind of felt a resistance to it. I feel like with meditation, breath work, kind of like going to the gym or doing anything out of the comfort zone or, or uncomfortable or, um, you know, there's just things we put off. And I used to put off breath work a lot. Like I would tell myself I was going to do it. I was going to sign up for a class and I just wouldn't. And it's one of those things where like we know, well, once, once you know the power power of it for your life, you resist it even harder. Um, I find that so interesting, but the ego, the mind just wants to do whatever is the most comfortable thing, you know, sitting on the couch instead of going to the gym or doing breathwork or meditation. So yeah, I resisted it, but I 
got really into meditation. And then um, just this past spring, I finally became a certified breathwork facilitator. So I've been teaching meditation for about two years now, I would say. Um, but it's funny because breathwork to me and to everyone I've spoken to who's come to my classes, it's much easier than meditation. It's such a powerful way to go into a meditation. Um, and all my sessions involve active breathing, breath work. So breath work is just like an active breathing sequence. And then we go into meditation and breath work shuts off the default mode network of the brain. So it, it shuts off the overthinking. It shuts off that part of our mind that's just incessant chatter 24 seven. So it makes it easier to slide into a meditation. So um, I was really excited to add that kind of to my, my teachings because really I think that's the place to start. It makes it so much easier than just trying to meditate and sit still and not have thoughts. That's like very challenging and very intimidating for people in the beginning. Yes, absolutely. Um, I actually, if you don't mind me just kind of interjecting with my experience doing one of your breathwork classes. Um, so I did, oh goodness, the heart chakra cleansing, I think it was. Yeah. And I had, when you talk about like the uh, breathwork helping you kind of ease into meditation, I noticed while I was doing the breathwork that in the beginning, you kind of go through this guided, almost like a guided relaxation a little bit. And I, so I was, you know, consciously kind of relaxing everything. And then a little bit into the sex session, I had this realization like, oh, I thought my face was relaxed before, but now it's really relaxing. And then, and then I had it again, like a few minutes later, I was like, oh, now I'm like getting to this next level of relaxation. And by the end, I actually felt like, I guess I would say seriously relaxed <laughs> where yeah. I, those thoughts were kind of, tr you know, quieting down and I could see that as super beneficial, especially because at meditation, at least for me, it was kind of in intimidating in the beginning, mm -hmm. like, okay, everyone now let's just like be silent and think of nothing. And I think that's a really <laughs> hard place for people to start out with meditation um, because it just seems for me, it felt really impossible in the beginning when I, I, it was years ago that I started to try to meditate and I was like, this is just really, <laughs> really challenging. Yeah. But I, yeah, I do think that having that, um, somebody to guide you through something and, uh, being able to, wow, I don't even know how to say this. I almost want to say like what I would say to my toddler daughter like get the wiggles out like doing something with your body first yeah in order to set that. yourself up to relax and to to meditate I think is fantastic like it just really goes well with meditation mm-hmm yeah, no, I love that. Get the wiggles out. It's like it's like for in our society, in our culture, where we're constantly on our phones, constantly stimulated by a screen, a TV, a phone, people talk. We don't ever do things in silence. We don't do that. You know, we go for a walk, we have our headphones in, right? Like we don't we don't do stillness. So it is super intimidating to try and sit and meditate and just turn everything off. I a couple of years ago, like before obviously before I started meditating, I 
would have thought that was a bunch of like crap. I'd be like, that's, I'm not doing that. It sounds terrible. It doesn't sound enjoyable. I don't want to be alone with my thoughts. Right. So yeah. Um, curious if anything else like happened, like sometimes like feelings can come up or sometimes I'll have like childhood memories. Like did anything interesting happen during that session for you? So I didn't have any memories. I did. Like I said, it was kind of surprising to me that I kept having this, oh, I thought I was relaxed before, but now I'm really relaxing. It, like yeah. that happened several times. And then when we did, okay. So, um, for our listeners at the breath work session that I was doing, there was like, I want to say like strong breathing, like breathing in and out pretty strongly. And then at one point we would, uh, Leah had us take a deep breath and let it halfway out and then just like basically hold our breath. That was a strange moment for me because I think you said something like notice the stillness and I felt like, wow, Leah is reading my mind because I had this thought like, I don't know that I've ever been this still, <laughs> like nothing is happening. Like I'm, I'm kind of holding my breath, not uncomfortably holding it. Like it wasn't uh, for our listeners. It wasn't like I was taking a huge breath and then holding it or, you know, she had us kind of let, let our breath halfway out. But that kind of struck me. Like I had this thought, like, have I, have I ever actually been this still before? And it was really strange. And then, oh, um, another thing I wanted to say, and this, I, I loved this. So I, as you know, we had scheduled this call for a totally different time and ended up having to push it back either once or twice, but that left me with plenty of time to do a breathwork session. And like what you were saying in the beginning, it's so easy to put off because it's like, oh, like it takes time. Like I'm busy. I have kids. I don't, you know, I'll try to fit it in. And it seemed like it just kept, like I kept forgetting about it. It wasn't happening. And when I finally took the time to do it, I was really shocked at how I felt like I was in a really safe space, even though I was in not that my home isn't a safe space, but I almost felt like transported a little bit because, you know, I'm just in my house. My, my kids are finally asleep. Like I'm, <laughs> I was doing, uh, doing the breath work in my closet that I'm currently recording in. And I just had the lights off. I put my AirPods in so I could listen. And suddenly I felt like, almost like I was in like a yoga studio or something. Like I felt like I was in a different place, like just very safe and very relaxed and just um that really struck me at how you know because because I've done I've done like you know yoga on YouTube before and watched other people and I don't think I've ever had any kind of like yoga teacher or guided meditation or anybody make me feel like I was enveloped in like in comfort and safety and security like I did when I when I did that session. So that, that really struck me. I was actually kind of blown away by that because I wasn't expecting it at all. Wow. Well, thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I absolutely love that. You're welcome. <laughs> I also felt a little bit like you were reading my mind sometimes because there were a few moments where I would either start to, my mind would start to wander and it would be the exact moment when you would say something like, if your mind wanders, you know, just bring it, <laughs> bring it back to either your breath or, you know, whatever was appropriate at the time. There were a few other moments like that. I can't, I can't think of them offhand now where, I, where I immediately thought something and then you like addressed it. And I thought, oh, wow, she's like, she's really good at this. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I hear that a lot, which is super interesting. Um, and also, like, I'll touch on the breath holding because it's like, well, why would we be doing that? Um, yeah, it does put you in like an ultimate stillness. But really, it's interesting. There's a lot of um, there's obviously it kind of helps to like quiet you down even more, right? But there's like health benefits to it. So it, it basically helps you to train your lungs to have to work harder for, for breathing and, and learn to work like kind of in a strengthened way. Um, because breath work, as much as like I primarily use it for a spiritual practice and for a mindset practice, it does have a lot of um, healing elements too. And, and one is definitely to strengthen the lungs and, and make it so that we breathe properly outside of breathwork sessions. So we typically only breathe with the top half of our diaphragm because we're always hunched over. We carry a lot of stress and anxiety in our shoulders and our chest. So breathwork helps to like open your whole system up. Um, and yeah, the breath holds are just kind of like one element of that. That's amazing. Yeah, I was going to ask you about kind of the science of breathwork, which I think you did a fantastic job of covering then. So in, in the session that I did when you had us breathing kind of intensely or like quickly and strongly, maybe I'll say, do you have any, anything to maybe add about the, the thought behind that? Like why, why that type of breath? Like what is that doing for us? Yeah. So to give people kind of an idea of like what the heck we're talking about, it's kind of like <laughs> this. It would be like breathing in. I know they can't see me, but if they can hear that, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of like, it's like in and out, in and out. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the idea is really, uh, it's, it's supposed to be like a cleanse. So that part of the breath work is to cleanse, um, releasing a lot of toxins, physical toxins from the body. It helps to cleanse out our emotional center. So that's why sometimes sadness can come up, tears can come up, memories can come up because we're actually digging in deep and pulling out um, emotions stuck as empty energies in our body and clearing them. So it's kind of like the deep scrubbing almost. Um, yeah. And then from a physical standpoint, it's, it's really beneficial for the lungs, the respiratory system, um, the immune system. It, it's bringing, so then when we're breathing in, in that fast sequence, we're breathing in a lot more oxygen than we typically would when we're breathing normal. So that helps to really oxygenate the cells. Um, and yeah, it's just very purifying for the body. So kind of a two-sided thing where we're just really scrubbing the system out. And, and then it, we go into the meditation part from that place of we like relax into it. So if like you may have noticed, like maybe this isn't always the case, but a lot of time when you're doing that strong and fast breathing, you're not overthinking as much as if we just went into a meditation. It's easy. It kind of shuts that off. So it's helpful for that too. Yeah, absolutely. Because it kind of takes a lot of energy, like almost, I don't know if I should say it takes energy, not like it's taking energy away from you, but the level of kind of concentration and just having to physically focus on doing that. I absolutely agree. I did experience that that kind of helped quiet everything down in my mind because I was focusing on something else. Um, and it it was um, like refreshing. And, and yeah, I think you said cleansing, which I would absolutely agree with having experienced that for the first time. I would say, yeah, it, it totally, I did have this feeling of like cleansing or almost like resetting emotionally what was happening, <laughs> what was happening in my body and my mind. So that was awesome. Um, I was wondering if for our listeners, if there's any 
like simple breathwork technique that you could give them to do, whether it be even what you just kind of did an example of, or if there's like something simple that would maybe help them either throughout their day or to get into a meditation. Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously, if anyone's driving or operating heavy machinery, don't participate in that right now, <laughs> in this right now. But we can just do like a, a quick little breathing sequence that people can do anytime they want if they're before meditation. Um, I recommend it for people who are really busy. Do this like in the shower when you have like your five second minutes to yourself. Um, or if you're in a stressful meeting at work, you know, and you're walking back to your office, you can do this exercise really whenever. But um, I something I'm always telling my my clients that work with me pretty early on if they deal with stress anxiety is try to build a habit of just taking three deep breaths a couple times a day it will separate your it'll it stops doing your tracks from your overthinking so it literally just gives you like a reset so if everyone just wants to close their eyes and you put one hand on your heart and just breathe into your belly filling your belly expand breathing in through the nose Breathing up into the chest and then let it out through your mouth. Just breathing in through the nose. Feeling the belly expand, the chest expand, letting it out through the mouth. repeat that a few times whenever you need you can do more of those if you'd like it's it's very simple but it's a great way to just kind of give yourself a pause in your day and like we kind of talked about earlier like we don't really pause we don't do stillness we do manic obsessive overthinking anxious always on our phone like we don't do breaks so I think it's so powerful just to give yourself a few a few moments of that and like before we did this interview I was you know going about my work day and I was kind of just getting like sinking into like a bad mood just for no reason just kind of feeling off and I'm like okay what can I do to shift let me walk out this before the thunderstorm it was beautiful out I went outside I walked barefoot in the grass and I just took a few deep breaths and I just let my thoughts go and just connected my breath and was in nature for like five minutes came back in feeling replenished and refreshed. So there's so many things like that that we can do. And I think that people just don't, people just don't think of it or have access to the information to even know to do it. Or we're just so programmed in our culture to go, 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 that we don't do these things to fill ourselves up. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. So I, something I just kind of remembered is I remember from your one of your Instagram posts that you had been working at, you talked about being kind of stressed at your uh, job that you used to work at and that you were discouraged from kind of taking your PTO and all that. And I just am curious how your life has transformed, like how the pace of your life has transformed through breath work and through what you do with mindfulness and meditation. Because just speaking with you now, I could not picture you as like a stressed out person at an office (laughs) because you just don't seem like that at all. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, like when I, so like I still, I'm still friends with some people that I used to work with um, when I was working in sales and I'm always like, they're like, you're a completely different person, um, completely different. So yeah, I mean, I was, um, from the time I got out of college until a couple years ago, I was hustling for my worth. My self-worth was determined by how many hours I put in, 12 hour days, you know, staying over, staying overtime, going in early, skipping lunches, never take, I went like four years without taking a single like sick day, even though I was sick. I, you know, we used to go to work sick before COVID. Now that's luckily unacceptable, but yeah, I did. I just, I just was in a mindset of if I want to be happy, that means I have to be wealthy and you know not not even so much wealthy like that was part of it but also just I was really obsessed with um getting promotions and just like my external appearance to the world and all these things and yeah I I had a lot of anxiety and I would have like frequent um neck and chest pain and shoulders and I thought that was just how life was I thought everyone has this this is what we experience in this world And it wasn't until I learned meditation and how to slow down and how to just be present. I mean, it was just a total 180. It didn't happen right away. Of course, it took some time to integrate it into my life, but it kind of takes a lot to stress me out now because I'm so grounded in my belief that like things will work out the way they're meant to. And, you know, the things that stressed me out six months, I think this is a powerful practice. Thinking of what stressed you out six months ago, what were you so worried about? It does, doesn't even matter now, right? There's so <laughs> many things. If you look back over the past couple years, six months ago, one year ago, year and a half ago, I could pinpoint what stressed me out, what I was so worried about. And it's like, well, now there's just something out. So I just don't even relate to worry and stress the way that I used to because I just think there's always going to be something that's going to give you the potential to feel that way or you can breathe through it. You can choose to slow down. You can choose to be present and feel your self-worth within based on you just being as a child of, of God, as a child of the universe versus you needing to hustle and prove yourself and be a perfectionist and all these things. So yeah, I've definitely, it's, I'm a very different person than I was a couple of years ago working in corporate America. <laughs> I was really struck in the beginning when you were talking about, you know, uh, hustling at work. I have experienced a lot in my life, the feeling of needing to prove my worth mm-hmm. to other people by by performing or whatever, just that I need to prove my value, I need to prove my worth. And I had this huge paradigm shift when suddenly I was like, what if I just like think that I'm valuable? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think mindfulness and, and breath work and everything helps with that because anytime at least this is kind of what I'm hearing you say a little bit, whenever you're present, you're not thinking about what is everybody else thinking about me? Mm -hmm. What is everybody else expecting of me? What is everybody else, you know, all, all those types of thoughts, you're really just kind of being in your body and being present and maybe noticing what's, you know, what's around you as far as your physical environment, what's happening within you as well. You just can't really think those thoughts of, am I meeting other people's expectations when you're so focused on being present? Yeah, absolutely. 
That's powerful. I also think it's it's powerful to hear your story. I mean, just for me to be like, oh, wow, here's here's somebody that like actually changed through breathwork and, and mindfulness and, and meditation. And I think that it's just kind of encouraging, at least for me. I'm sure it's encouraging for my listeners as well. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. And it's, it is. It's um, yeah, I definitely can relate to the feeling of needing to make sure everyone else thinks what you're doing is enough. That is, Mm -hmm. that takes a lot to undo that. It takes a lot of um, reprogramming, which a lot of that, I've done a lot of that through journaling as well, just reprogramming the beliefs that we, that become ingrained in us. You know, as as little girls, we're, we're taught to be nice and pretty and perfect and smiley. And, you know, we're not taught to be brave. We're not taught to have boundaries. We're taught to essentially become people pleasers. So there's a lot of undoing there, I feel. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like there's this element of uh, this has come up with a lot of people I've interviewed and had on the podcast, which is that you have to not be afraid of the process or what might happen or because I very much in the past and I'm kind of on. Un, maybe undoing it or relearning or whatever. I've very much been a people pleaser. And there's this level of like fear, or at least there has been to what, what will it be like if I stop pleasing other people? Or what will it be like if I, you know, kind of look into my own emotions and what's happening there? And I think that, uh, I mean, I would guess that breath work helps, helps with that fear because again, it's, it's, t- sorry, I'm like trying to, I'm trying to ask you questions and then answer them <laughs> myself. <laughs> but just based on what you've said, I think that would be an effective tool, breath work to, to kind of overcoming or, I don't know if that overcoming is the right word, but just being present with the fear and with anything that comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Because so much of it's overthinking, right? With people pleasing and setting boundaries, like something I've been learning how to do recently is say no um, to friends and family and, you know, clients and, and people that want my energy outside of what the capacity that I'm comfortable with, essentially. And um, it's uncomfortable to tell people no, especially when you're so used to just saying yes without even questioning it. And so there were things that I was participating in that I never even genuinely sat down and said, do I really want to do this? It was just, that was what I was, that's what, what I was doing. I was just unconscious of it. So, um, definitely there's an element of, yeah, what, what are people going to think? Am I going to hurt someone's feelings? Um, I heard it put recently with people pleasing that it's, Oh, how did they say it? It's like, it's, it's actually an ego thing because it's not necessarily that we people please because we're nice. Is it that we're nice or is it that we are worried at what people think and we don't want to disrupt and ruffle feathers and have people upset with us. Right. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was really interesting. And I'm just trying to get more honest. And if the honest answer is no, I'm not comfortable with that, or no, I'm not going to um, go on that outing, then that's the answer. And I'm going to say it. But breath work is a tool for that because it's it trains your mind to not overthink. And met, we often overthink and we make, we decide how other people feel when we don't even know how they feel. Mm-hmm. And what if we just didn't have all of that jumbled overthinking in our mind? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do want to shift a little bit and go back to uh, 
one of the ways that people can can work with you is through your breathwork sessions and breathwork portal. So I was hoping you could just give us a little bit of like a what is a typical breathwork session like, like just basic, like what's involved in it? Yeah, absolutely. So each one kind of has like a theme, like um, the one that you did was like cleansing your heart chakra. And like I'm teaching one tonight that's like, um, actually, it's about overcoming overthinking. So <laughs> like sometimes they're for confidence or anxiety. So they all have like their own theme. And I do maybe three or four a month where you can select the class um, and you basically come on. Um, so so there's two different ways. So there's the coming to a group class, which is on Zoom. Um, you're not you're not like actively participating you're you're observing and listening and and um doing it on your own and we're doing the active breathing and then we're going into a guided meditation it's about 20 to 30 minutes in total um very very supportive and guided so that you know exactly what to do and then at the end i open it up if people want to share their experience or um you know give any feedback and then the breath portal is my membership so people can become a member and there is a seven day free trial if anyone wants to try it out, but um, that's really powerful for accountability. So like we talked about resistance with breath work and meditation, the idea behind the membership is you're paying for it and therefore you're holding yourself accountable to actually show up for yourself and do a couple breath work sessions a week on your own. Um, so it's like a library online of all the breath work sessions that I've done and I upload all the new ones um, every you know week or two that I do a new one. So... Yeah, that's kind of what they're like. That's awesome. And just to make this very, very clear for listeners, when you join a live breathwork session, your camera is not on. And Leah did say that, but I feel like I need to like say it like, don't worry. (laughs) You're not going to, there's not going to be other people like watching you breathe. Um, Just because that, of course, was was something that I thought of. (laughs) And I think I actually asked you about a while back. And uh, the one thing that I think is nice about the breathwork portal is that like for for me, I've already mentioned this, but I have I have two kids. And so the idea that I can access it, like it's available whenever I have the time to do it um, is just very, very helpful and user friendly. So how else can people work with you? I mean, you already mentioned the breath work, but I think you have uh, retreats and whatnot. So sorry, let me not try to answer your questions for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I do um, retreats. I've had one so far. I did my first one a few months ago in the Poconos, which is in Pennsylvania. And then I'm doing one in Sedona, Arizona uh, in in the end of September, probably more to come. And then I do one-to-one private coaching as well. So really powerful for people who want to um, clear stress and anxiety, implement mindfulness into their lives, implement manifestation, um, and work towards goals and have accountability towards those goals. So yeah, those are pretty much the main, the main things I offer. That's awesome. And should people reach out to you on Instagram for those things or go somewhere else? Yeah. So my website is leahparty.com. Um, and then yeah, uh, Instagram is it's leahparty. So everything is pretty much in those two places. The retreat sounds amazing. <laughs> Just <laughs> breath work. And I, and I recently saw an Instagram post where you talked about the retreat, which is kind of why I'm, why I'm saying that. But you do, I think it said daily breath work. And then what else do you focus on? Uh, just out of curiosity at the retreat. 
Yeah. So really mindfulness, presence, learning how to be present in your body and with yourself and not connected to technology or thinking or even talking. So, so really mindfulness and presence. Um, and then really, you know, being in an uplifting environment, um, having me as a mentor for the period of, of the, um, so the Sedona's is five nights, but having a mentor to help you kind of stabilize this, this vibe. Um, if you're slipping out of the, of the feelings and you're slipping into anxiety and things like that, like having me and the other like-minded women to like pull you back up, which I found to be really, really powerful to kind of immerse yourself into that. So yeah. And then this, this specific retreat is like, we have like a private vegan chef who's going to be on site. We have like a pool. So it has an element of like fun and luxury and yeah, kind of combining all of that. That sounds lovely. I want to make sure before we, you know, finish that I haven't you know, skipped anything that you want to talk about. Is there, is there anything else you'd like to talk about or that I haven't asked you about? I don't think so. I feel, um, you know, just so grateful to be here and to share all of this. And, you know, I encourage people to do something outside of their comfort zone. If that's breath work, come to a class, you know, give yourself a chance to try something new. Um, if the whole conversation of breathwork and meditation intimidates you, just, just try just taking those few deep breaths, you know, just try when you're in the shower, when you're cooking dinner, when you're at work, just taking a few breaths and noticing how the breath feels just connecting into your body and and maybe start there and yeah it's it's such a magical tool that we have right inside of us and it's it can be so transformative so absolutely Leah thank you again so much for being on the podcast I think that I would encourage our listeners, at least if they're interested to do the seven day free trial for the breathwork portal, because that's, um, that's what I did to try the breathwork. And I was like, what, why didn't I do this sooner? <laughs> like, I, I just felt like it was really helpful. Um, so again, thank you so much. Yeah. Kayla, thank you so much for having me. This has been awesome. And thank you to everyone who is listening. All right. I hope you enjoyed that. You can find Leah on Instagram at it's Leah Pardee. I'll put that in the show notes. I also wanted to add that I don't get any sort of kickback or commission if you join Leah's any of Leah's programs. I wanted to say that because as I was editing this episode, I felt like I was really hard selling her breathwork portal. But that was honestly just because I had a really great experience with it and I really liked it. So I wanted you to know I don't have any like ulterior motive with that. As always, you can reach me on Instagram at spirituallyfree underscore Kaylee. I hope you have an amazing day and a wonderful week. Love you. Bye. Thank you.